Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, folks, we're back once again at the Corner of Truth and Courage. A couple of days ago, we started this theme, Trends That Are Killing America. We're living in a downgrade. Uh, These trends that are coming into our country, they've been there for some time, but they have not only taken root, but they are flourishing. And it's creating a downward spiral, a maelstrom, so to speak, there. And we're sinking and drowning in this whirlpool that is going to, if if we continue in these delusions, is going to bring about our destruction. When I was a kid... At my grandma's house, um, all us kids, cousins, we would uh, share the same bath water in the end of the day for our bath. And she'd always ask, who wants to see the whirlpool? Well, us kids would, you know, you know, uh, say, I do, I do. And I seem how I, I seem to win that plea. And so it meant that I took the last bath. <laughs> I got to sit in everybody else's dirty water. But man, I was the guy succeeding because I could watch that whirlpool and that water just suck its way down the drain. Well, that's where our country is going. We're going down the drain in this maelstrom, in this uh, drowning, uh, because of these trends and the trend of delusion. And this is part three of this particular topic. Charles Haddon Spurgeon said this, He that perverts truth shall soon be incapable of knowing the truth from the false. If you persist in wearing glasses that distort, everything will be distorted to you. Let me say that again. He that perverts the truth, in other words, someone who doesn't want to leave, uh, believe in objective truth, but they want to believe in fantasy. No, I'm, I was created a male, but I'm going to pretend that I'm a female. Or that's not a baby in there. That's, uh, that's just tissue. It's the religion of peace. We don't have to worry about all the bombings and stuff like that and, and everything else. These uh, We don't have to worry about Islam and, and so on there. Those who live in these delusions, this fantasy, which is a delusion, he that perverts the truth shall soon be incapable of knowing the truth from the false. If you persist in wearing glasses that distort, everything will be distorted to you. In 1859, Charles Darwin published his Origins of Life. And on the 100th anniversary in 1959, they celebrated the 100 years of Darwinism, and they published a 100-year publication of that book, and in it was written a foreword. And they made an admission. They said, after 100 years, science has not yet given us the proof that our origin came from natural selection. However, to reject the tenets of evolution would leave the origin of man to come from a creator. And a creator would suggest that there's a God, and that would be unthinkable. You see, the fact is, is that the deluded, those who are following these delusions, they are choosing it willingly because to accept the alternative would be to accept that there's a God and that he has dominion over this world, and I am subject to him. I'm living on his ball, and his laws matter. And they can't accept that. And so it is better 
for them to live in the delusion, at least they think, than to accept the alternative that there is a God. Because if there's a God, that would be unthinkable because then I would have to submit myself to him that there could be a judgment after this life. Let me read to you what the Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 5. For this they willingly are ignorant. Now, n- notice those words. Willingly are ignorant. In other words, they choose. They choose to live in ignorance on certain things. What? That by the word of God, the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water. In other words, they don't want to believe creation. If they have to, if they look out there and see that there is a creator, then there must be a God. But we're not going to look at that. We're going to choose to be willingly ignorant. You know, we think Charles Darwin came up with the idea that we reject God in creation. Well, that's been around for a long, long time. He just gave us some uh, elements of of, uh, observa- uh, of of observable science to develop his theories. And by the way, those who follow Darwinism are also going to be racist, the the survival of the fittest. And where uh, Charles Darwin came out saying, if you're black, then you're of a lesser species. You're more like the monkey, uh, the ape, and you're not as well developed, and so on there. I like to hear how people deal with that. Uh, those who follow evolution, do they not realize that they're also following the tenets of racism, which they say they abhor. Anyhow, that's another topic. Though we live in a day now that if you're speaking absolute truth, that there is a God, that there is a judgment, and these truths are fact and factual, whether you believe it or not, you're not going to change these facts from being what they are. You may deny them. You may say they don't exist, but you'll never destroy these truths. But anyone now who challenges their fantasies, their versions of truth, is the one who's going to be bullied, dismissed, threatened, labeled as as a bigot or a hate monger or a fear monger or whatever, and they'll be banished from their society. Because they will not tolerate anymore anyone who speaks the words of God. We're now living in a day where our institutions, and these are the trends. The trends that are, are a downgrade. This has been going on now for some time, but it's getting more bold and more popular. Back in 2008, do you remember Ben Stein? He's that uh, odd, eccentric kind of a scientist there, very talented man, very knowledgeable man, a speechwriter for the White House, and he's had a number of jobs through the years. He used to advertise for Clear Eyes. He came out with a DVD, and it was entitled No Intelligence Allowed. And in it, he documented many professors, scientists who had been expelled from their teaching positions, expelled from their scientific research because they because these scientists would not toe the line 
of what the academic community was forcing on them about Darwinism, about evolution. And these men, not all of them were actually Christians. These men were just simply scientists that were following where the science was leading them. And the science was leading to them that there had to be some kind of intelligence to bring this world into existence. It could not have happened by accidents, by happenstance. There had to be some kind of designer. Now, many were coming to the conclusions that the designer was a supreme God who had dominion over this world. But others were not. But these people were being dismissed and expelled, and that was the name of his DVD, Expelled, No Intelligence Allowed. And so what's happening is that in the halls of our institutions of education, you're not allowed to speak dissenting words that don't fit their agenda. In 2013, the Foundation for Individual Rights in Education found that 88% of American universities restrict free speech. Let me say that again. The Foundation of Individual Rights in Education found that 88% of American universities are openly restricting free speech on their campuses there. Now they're teaching kids that you have to have safe spaces and be careful of out, you know speech out there. And if, it, uh, if it's uh, aggressive speech there, you need to run for your safe spaces there. If you hear something that, you know, that uh, uh, alarms you or causes stress for you there, run. It was John, uh, Jonathan Haidt that came out with this idea of microaggressions. He said, microaggressions are small actions or word choices that seem on their face to have no malicious intent but they are thought of as a kind of violence nonetheless. So in other words, someone doesn't even have to say anything that's violent, just as long as the person who's hearing it thinks that it is violence, therefore it is violence, just because they think it is. And they run for their safe spaces. That's why when anyone goes on to a, on a school campus today, and speaking from the word of God and preaching from truth there, they think someone's come on this campus with a machine gun. Run for your life. Danger. Hate speech is out there. They're saying that we're sinners and that we're bound for hell. Now, truth sounds like hate to those who hate the truth. And that's the sad fact. Gwinnett College in Georgia violated the free speech of uh, Chike Uzik Bunam, a Christian young man. Uh, for sharing his faith. He's an immigrant that came into here to the United States, a, uh, a, a Christian who's standing up and speaking, speaking for his, his faith. And uh, in his case, went all the way to the Supreme Court here just recently. And uh, on the college campus, 260 acres on that campus, and they allow two little small areas for free speech. That's point. That's point zero zero one five percent of the campus. They got these small little areas. You can only, They're only available 
on weekdays for a four-hour period, two hours only on Friday, and students could reserve them once every 30 days. Well, GK did reserve it, and he took a stool, and he spoke for 20 minutes about the human frailty and the possibility of salvation when school officials told him he had to stop. Campus police stopped him and said that there had been complaints about his speech. The officer said, that the space did not allow for open-air speaking, huh? Free a free speech zone. They don't have much of it, but you can't have open-air speaking here. And that he had violated the school's code of conduct because his speech constituted disorderly conduct. Well, this case went to the Supreme Court, and thankfully he won. But believe it or not, John Roberts was the only vote against him. But uh, Internet censorship is out there today. Facebook, Twitter... All the other things, the fact checkers, and, and, and really who are they coming down on? They're coming down on one side. Every time they are stopping and suppressing the speech of those conservatives that are in our country, Christians that are in our nation, they shut down President Trump. Can you believe it? If they can shut down the president, they can shut down anybody. And so this uh, downgrade this suppression of speech, the delusion that they want to live in, and they want to remain there, and they don't want any of us to speak out against it. The Bible says to us that we are to be salt and light. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing and even dividing asunder soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. I'm here to tell you the Word of God is powerful and can cut through the hard, crusty heart that's in man today. And even they've been deluded with all this false teaching and, and false understanding. They can be reached through the Word of God. And we must prevail and to keep speaking the truth. That's it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.